Well, hello everyone and welcome to The Art of Flourishing. My name is Lauren De Silva and today we are joined by the lovely Kat Hall. Kat is a family-focused, faithful wife, mom and new Gigi. She is a military caregiver to her differently abled veteran hubby John. She is passionate about empowering and inspiring other families while they're juggling caregiving and raising active families. She's a life coach. She links arms and helps others transform their lives from unknowns and chaos to balanced and abundant. She helps others through finding their faith, discovering hope and sharing love with themselves and others. Um, and I want to also share with you guys and a cat, cat, I hope that this is okay with you. Um, but Kat's husband, um, who's a veteran, John, also wrote an introduction for her, which I'm going to try not to cry <laughs> because when I read it for the first time, I was like, oh my gosh, I hope my husband says nice things about me like this when he's introducing me to other people. But so uh, what I just read to you is like Kat's version of her introduction. And so I, I think it's so special that John wrote one for her too. And so if I can keep it together um, for this, then we can keep going after that. Um, this is what John says. Kat is originally a California girl who was transported by life to the Bible Belt, transplanted by life to the Bible Belt. Her faith is the cornerstone of her being and has rooted, and she's rooted in her family of five. She's a wife, mother, caregiver, grandmother, co college educated with a master of life degree in common sense. You know what you're getting because she's open, honest, sincere, and generous. She has a lifetime of experience and memories. She can listen when you need to vent, comfort you when you need consoling, and give you a reality check when it's needed. No cliches here. With a problem, there's a solution, and she will help you find it. Thank you so much for being with us today, Kat. Oh my goodness, Lauren, you should have at least told me you were going to do that because now I'm crying. I'm <laughs> I don't know of a single conversation you and I have had that did not involve us crying. True. So true. <laughs> we have experience. We can get through this. Um, thank you so much for being here. Uh, Kat is one of the authors of The, the Art of Collaboration. Um, gosh, okay, and I can't speak. She's one of the authors of The Art of Flourishing book collaboration series. And she's actually a contributing author in all three of the books. She's contributed a chapter in Courage, Dear Heart, in On Being and Belonging, and On Earth as It Is in Heaven. And so... You get a glimpse into who she is and her life in each and every single one of the books. Um, she was so generous to share herself with us in that way. Um, Kat, I was wondering if you could, if you can, start us off by sharing with us a little bit of your backstory. Who are you? Where are you from? How did life get you here to where you are right now? Um Give us a little bit of context for who you are. Oh, well, like Lauren's already shared, um, I'm a wife um, and a mom and now I'm just Gigi. And um, we were a military family and uh, for years, years ago. And my husband, John, had planned to pursue that as his career. And, you know, we both had had our own jobs and our own things we were doing. And um, while he was in the service, he fell and had an accident and got a traumatic brain injury. And so 
life really um, changed for us when he got medically discharged and um, we had to be able to just figure out what was next for us. And at that, that point in our life, we were stationed in California because that's where, where I was from and when I met John. And um, the military moved us to his next duty station, which was on the Gulf Coast of Mississippi. And we kind of loved it here in the South and planted our family here and raised our family here. And I've been a caregiver for John for many years, over 20 years now. And I really just take life one day at a time and one moment at a time. Um, and so I, I do a little bit of everything, a little bit of all of it, because I need to, to keep my family going and taking care of my family on a daily basis. So. And I just want to encourage anybody and everybody to, you know, find a, the simple blessings and the little blessings that God puts before you every day. And that's kind of a little bit about me. Well, well, I, you inspire me a lot. Like, I'm like, my words are failing and they don't do that very often. Um, I wanted to ask you about your definition of courage. What does courage mean to you? Well, I think courage is really finding your inner strength. And I, I choose to have God's help on that. That puts me through any hard situation that um, is put before me. Um, I know that in the dictionary it says that it's strength to be able to venture, persevere, and I think withstand danger. And I'm like, well... It's more than that, though. It's not just trying to withstand danger. It's being able to take one step forward in a positive direction when you're faced with something that you've never been faced with before and you just have to get up and do it, you know, pull up your britches and go. So mm-hmm. it's almost not like, always easy. Yeah. I mean, it sounds, <laughs> it sounds like just having the fortitude to just take one more step. Yes. And some days that's all you can do is take one more step. And it may not be your full stride. It may be an inch worth of one step. But if you can keep going, then you're on that journey. So, yeah. I love that. I also think that being okay with taking one step or a half stride step, if that's all you can take, and if that's all you have in you, I think that's brave too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. I'm just going to cry this whole, um, this whole recording. That's okay. I'm just like putting it out there. That's what's happening. Um, I wanted to ask you about your, um, being and belonging chapter without giving too much away. Um, what is the one life lesson piece of wisdom, what I like to call soul treasure regarding being human belonging as a human however you want to phrase that like what is the one piece of soul treasure regarding belonging that you hope to impart to whoever picks up the book and reads your chapter i think that our personal belonging is really already within each of us um who we are is is deep within us deep in our heart and soul and 
life just tends to add layers and muddy us up sometimes. And we have to, when we get to that point in life where we have to figure out, you know, how to clean it up and refine it. You know, a lot of people say you feel like you lose yourself as a caregiver. Yeah, I felt that. I did. My dreams and goals got put on a back burner, so to speak, to be able to take care of my husband and take care of our family and make sure we were still going in a positive direction that we wanted to in life with our, you know, goals we set as a family. And so when you realize it and find the method that works for you, because a lot of people use different things to help them get back on track, I guess you could say. And um, once you figure that out, you can clean it all up and you can see it yourself again and focus on that embrace it because it's always been there you know and pursue whatever it is that god has put within you to pursue and once you find that that's just that's beautiful because you find your joy in your journey when you find that mm. how easy or difficult or um, this is not on the list of questions that i asked you um, and, and quite seriously, if you don't want to answer, that's totally fine. Um, how do you, how, can you tell me about the journey of untangling who you are from the goals and aspirations that you had for your life before John's accident? Like how, how do you, sep- how did you or what was it like separating, like, I can still be who I am without the finish lines that I was driving towards before? Well, I've, I've always wanted to be a mom, you know, and I've definitely been blessed that, in that way. And um, just being able to see that um, I've always, I've always worked with children. I've always loved, I've loved people. I just love people. Mm-hmm. I love caring for people, the people, and that's just who I am. And being able to feel like that was hindered when everything, all, all the things happened. And, you know, and because I'm a social person and I want to be around people, being stuck at home kind of has put a damper on all that, you know. And when I got to the point of realizing that, if anybody's going to take our family to the next level, to the next move us towards any of our dreams, it's going to have to be me. And, um, cause John can't work, you know, and just being able to surrender and ask God, okay, if this is what I'm supposed to do, show me, help me, guide me. And that's really, really how you got to do it. Yeah. You know? People ask me all the time, well, how do you juggle? How do you do all the things you do? And I said, it's only by the grace of God that I go another step, another day, another moment, you know, it, and then breaking it down to be able to, to say, I can, I've accomplished something before I can accomplish something again, you know, and it's, yeah, I can, I can wash my dishes today. You know, right. <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not a sobbing, cuddly mess because my emotions are taking over. I can, wash my dishes today and some days that's what it takes knowing that I sit there stand at the sink and say yep my family's being fed I have to find the blessing in this, this job that I'm trying to accomplish my family's being fed 
and that's the evidence by these dirty dishes and that's taking care of my family so let's get it done and move on to the next stop and it starts with simple things like that where you help yourself to try to find the blessings that God does put before you and help yourself to see it as that because you can see it as something so detrimental that you can't even process it and do it but if you can change your perspective to see it as find the blessing in it then you can go a long ways with just that that little thought and change of thought hmm. I think one of the things that I admire most about your story um, and I think one of the most powerful parts of your story actually there's so many but like one of the things that I really love about talking to you is that y- how you live your life is a is a really clear reminder to me to take full ownership of my own and I hope that everyone listening hears that like I think that you know like when life doesn't go according to plan and I think anyone listening can relate to that anyone listening can relate to things not working out that the way that they'd expected it to and experiencing deep disappointment and going through the deep waters of grief you know but at the end of the day it's still our life <laughs> you know yeah. like we, we still like we 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 really don't get to control much about how things work out but we can control who we are what we love who we love and how we love in the midst of all of that and that and I think it's really hard when you haven't experienced this but when you do experience that you get to control the flavor of your life by adjusting your own posture and your own approach but also embracing yourself um, like it's such an empowering feeling even when things are hard and things feel very out of control to know that you can still stand at this kitchen sink gather mm. yourself um, and still enjoy the moment that you're in and the people that you're with Some something else I love about you is how um how close to the surface your emotional life is um very few people you know like most people that i i talk to are extremely guarded about what they're feeling um and i think that your ability to just be who you are where you are and to feel what you're feeling when you're feeling it and to accept that you know whatever state you're in i think is also um, a real testament to the person that you are and a gift to the people around you I think enjoying like being able to hold in the same hands that I love my I love my people I'm here for my people I am thankful to God and I am thankful for all the blessings that I have and this is really hard and I feel very sad and disappointed <laughs> and this is frustrating yeah. and a little bit unfair like being able to hold all of those things at the same time and not lose the good stuff because you're trying to get rid of or push away all the bad stuff I think is really special. Thank you. I was wondering if you could share with us like a glimpse into your life um, with regards to like like flourishing. So like if we were to peek through the window of your window of your life and into your soul like what moment in everyday life feels like 
absolute flourishing like this is it this is what life's all about these are the moments that shine just this like warm light into dark places like what are those moments for you in everyday life really it's just being surrounded by my family when our day when a day goes smoothly and we can make progress on family goals like one step it's not about making it's about continuing to make progress not whatever wherever we're trying to go whatever we're trying to learn whatever we're trying to teach our kids and now grandkids you know getting through a day without total chaos um, and total chaos happens often and you can just being able to it's like the simple things are the icing on the cake you know we live and love our family well and we let others see Jesus in us and in our lives that we love because he first loved us and we love everybody no matter what um really that's what it's about yeah it's really what life's all about and we only have this one life and the ultimate thing to do is to love each other and live it our best we can together and um and you definitely find this you know when people have major tragedies in their lives they usually turn around and focus back on the simple little things that were important you know mm. so after john's accident had i had to learn to focus on those simple things those little things were all the blessings in life that had he not made it through his accident, you know, I would have been missing all those little things with him. Right. And so cherishing them instead and holding them up with such a high importance in life is really, it's really what it's all about. Yeah. But if you peeked into my house, it looks like chaos. <laughs> it, <laughs> but it's a loving chaos. Right. I mean, that's a kind of yeah. chaos. I mean, I think that most of us, if you, if we were to peek into any of our houses at any given moment, it would feel like chaos. But I think loving chaos, if you're going to have some of it, um, loving chaos is the flavor of chaos that I like in my life. Um, yeah. Okay. So one of the things that we're doing as part of the podcast or what I'm hoping to do with every guest that kind of comes through um, and shares part of their lives with us is we're wanting to create a imaginary flourishing toolkit. Um, and my hope is that every guest that comes through like shares a tool that they love and want to share with everyone listening. And so what is, can you share with us one soul nurturing like tool that you, or practice um, that you would like to share with the people listening today? I would have to say to, to find within yourself how to nurture a passion for a new perspective because mm. you've got to be able to see in the, the hard moments as learning moments, you know, finding the blessing through those moments. Then if you can find the blessing in the hard times, then you find hope in, in other situations. And over time, the joy in their journey emerges and your harvest, you harvest your own garden of all the blessings. And after a while, it's like other people see it 
then you start sharing it and your life just changes. Mm. Your life changes, but you got to find a new, you got to be able to look at it differently to not, to not hang on to the dark places, but the things that take you to the dark places, you've got to be able to find the joy in your journey. And that's, that's really find the blessings. And to me, that brings the joy in your journey of life. I love that. Yeah, I think like we need to being able to hold up like like you said, like your perspectives and your viewpoints in the way in which you're choosing to see and understand and make meaning of things to hold those really loosely and to know that like you have the ability to adjust those things. Um and they may, it, it, like you said, I just love how you said like eventually you you harvest more beautiful things that you can share with others i love that all right and then my my last question is um or my last request of you i guess is would you be able to would you please be so kind as to share some words a piece of literature whether that be from like a song a poem a book an instagram post movie doesn't matter um some words that you'd like to leave with us um, that inspire you and, and, and let us know like more a little bit more about what they mean to you. Okay, my my favorite my favorite Bible verse is James chapter one verses two through four. And this has really gotten me through many trouble tra- traumas and situations and earthly battles, I guess you could say. And it says consider it a great joy, my brothers and sisters. Whenever you experience various trials, because you know that you're, you're, that the testing of your faith produces endurance, and let endurance have its full effect so that you may be mature and complete, lacking nothing. And just knowing that, for me, just knowing that the, in each situation, if I find what I'm supposed to learn through it, or what, or maybe not just me, I always, I always tell my kids in every situation we go through, someone's learning something, someone's receiving something, someone's being blessed. There's a blessing in it all. And I may be going through a situation that has nothing to do with me learning something, but for my kids to witness how I handle going through that situation so they're learning something. And sometimes we're supposed to humble ourselves to be able to receive a blessing in a situation. So knowing that no matter what you go through, being able to, like I said before, change your perspective on what the situation is, you'll be able to see that me going through this, my kids are going to learn that this is a better way to handle it. Sometimes they learn that this is not the way to handle it because of how you handle it, you know, or, or humble yourself enough to, if you're a giving kind of person to be a receiving kind of person, because if you, if you don't take down your giving a not to be a receiving kind of person, you're taking the joy from someone else of giving to you and blessing you as well. So really just being able to see that over time, the testing of your faith, it produces endurance that you can get through anything and God can help you do that. You just have to seek him and reach out to him and build that relationship with him to do so. And he's never failed us. Never. Mm. 
I think what's really tough about perspectives like yours is that it really and life experiences too actually um is that it really confronts and challenges our assumptions as a culture about what the end game or end goal or ultimate destination when it comes to life is and I think a lot of us live under the assumption that we need to try make things as easy as possible that we need to try make things as like painless as possible as comfortable as possible and I think that that expectation may be, may be a huge part of why we struggle so much when things are not that way. Um, but I think that learning to receive the gift of discomfort, the gift of pain, the gift of suffering in a way that doesn't make you project it onto other people, you know, like re- suffer and then pass the suffering along to someone else or to suffer and then internalize it and to keep suffering um, because you're not able to metabolize it in a healthy way. Like that who you are in the midst of all these things is actually the point. (laughs) Who you become through all of this stuff is actually the point. Um, Thank you so much for sharing a part of yourself with us today and also in the books and um, thank you for sharing who you are with me. I think like Brene Brown has, um, gosh, now I can't even remember um, which book it is. So everyone who knows, sorry about that. Um, but she talks about having a soft front and a strong back. Um, yeah. You you are the epitome of that to me. Um, oh, thank you so much strength and resilience and fortitude but also just the softest heart um and through everything that life has thrown at you and your family um that you're still able to stay really soft-hearted um is a gift to me it's a gift to the people listening it's going to be a gift to the people who pick up the books um and it's a gift to our world thank you so much cat thank you